Hello and welcome to Easy Operations episode 30. This is the podcast where we talk about video games, pop culture, movies, TV shows. Did I say video games already? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure you did. All right. Maybe, okay. Maybe. That was Mondo that you just heard his voice. Say hello, Mondo. Ah, hello. <laughs> it's not so sad. And we're also joined by James. Yo, yo, I'll yo. I'll in a little bit why I'm upset. <laughs> why are you upset, Mondo? I'm looking at this game, Cubs versus Dodgers. I have been a big-time Cubby fan. I'm not on a bandwagon or anything, but they are down to the Los Angeles Doyers. Uh, 7-0. It's the end of the third inning. Yeah, I mean, you know, long-time fan. It is hard to go back-to-back in these uh, free agent markets. So, uh, you know what? They put up a good fight. They got one game out of maybe five. I think this is game number five. And, uh, yeah, hey. Better luck next year, right? That, that used to be, that's always the Cubs motto anyways. So Yeah, I will confirm you are definitely not a bandwagon fan. You were definitely liking that team when they were not good. So, uh, yeah, that's for sure. And uh, I'm excited about the Dodgers going on potentially to the World Series. I'm not going to jinx it just yet. You never know. The game's not over I'll jinx yet. it Plenty right now. Time I'll jinx it for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hear in uh in a, in MLB, all you gotta do is uh, be the rich city, and then you guys will win a championship. Is that true? No, that's not always the case. I, I, that's not. Yeah, it is. I hear. I mean, you got the uh, Yankees, uh, third most spent. Third. This is number three. Number one. And uh, the Doyers. Oh uh, yeah. See, sounds yeah. about right. Then. They spent yeah. forty-one yeah, million we, we dollars more. We paid for it this year, so we're of we're good. well james i know you don't watch baseball what have you been up to uh most recently i hit up disney's california adventure they have rethemed it this year it's first time this year where they uh added a halloween uh look to the park um my miss uh, my first impression is that it's pretty well done it's really atmospheric they had a lot of cool neon lights uh, all the characters are all dressed up in costume and things of that nature but i really went for uh the guardians of the galaxy ride where for halloween they do uh, a special version of the ride called monsters after dark and it's a whole different setup and story the ride's still essentially the same but uh the setup is different in where in the collector's um collection or whatever all the monsters they have escaped and basically, Rocket and Groot uh, just need your assistance in trying to escape from this uh, the guard. Uh, I'm sorry, the collector's collection area away from the monsters. So it's it's interesting. It was really cool and still a lot of fun. It's nice that they do these different uh, themed events nowadays. And since this ride generally it changes up the video every time you go on it, it adds a lot of replay value for a ride. It's weird to say, but uh, highly recommended if you guys have a Disney pass and looking just for. A quick thrill. Now, do they like theme the whole park to be Halloween, and are they trying to scare you? No, like, how does it it's really? Not, it's just decoration. It's not like a, a a scary Halloween decoration. So basically, you know, there's still there's just uh, uh, spooky music playing, but they're not out to go out and scare you like a Knots or Universal or anything like that. It's more like a, a fun Halloween thing than a scary one. Well, you know, this week. We usually like to go to the movies, both of us. I think we all have movie passes. Mine just came in, by the way, literally moments before we recorded this podcast. I'm anxious to try it out. So, so what's your first impression of the of the of movie pass? Well, I have a card. That's my first impression. Uh, how, I have, how, who, who, who is these? Both of us. Like, one person doesn't have a movie pass? <laughs> how is this card? How, how does this card look pretty? Or what's your impression? 
Okay, well, well, let me see here. It is a MasterCard. It is a billed as a debit card. Now, you don't have to activate this, apparently. You just have to go to the theater and start using it. I guess it's ready to go. That's correct. Uh, do you mind also uh, providing us the number that's on there? What, uh, oh, no, 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 no. That's for me to know. Okay, okay. No. And you already have one, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, and I guess you just start using it. Uh, so I'm going to see if I can try to do this perhaps on Sunday. I'll have some time, maybe tomorrow if I'm lucky. But... Uh, Looking forward to it. Now, we did go to the movies this week. However, we cannot talk about it. I hate to be one of those people. But basically, we got invited to go to one of these advanced screenings. And unfortunately, we signed paperwork that we cannot comment on what it is. So, you know, we went to the movies technically, but we just can't talk about it. Uh, did anyone see something they can talk about? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw okay, that. Showtime, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> well, let's move on to TV then. Uh, Mondo, you finally got a chance to watch Stranger Things. You gave us your early impressions last week. Did you get a chance to actually finish the whole thing? Uh, finished the entire season one of Stranger Things. Um, I got to be honest, uh, not really sure what the big hoopla is about this show. I just love the fact that it is scary. Uh, it sets everything up nicely. Uh, the set pieces are there. Do I think it's like this extravagant new thing in the world? No. I mean, uh, for an 80s kid, uh, it's great nostalgia. You know, like seeing those 80s movies of coming of age, so to speak. Movies that came out in the 80s, great. Didn't see too many of those in the 90s, maybe like early 2000s. Um, so that was kind of missing. Or maybe I didn't go to the movies enough to see these, you know, quote unquote, coming of age movies. Uh, but it's it's a good throwback to that. Uh, but I want to go too crazy uh, about this. So looking at looking into the future, season two looks amazing. Uh, I've seen the trailers and I, I can't wait. Uh, I'm not goo goo gaga, you know, kind of like, oh, my God, I'm going to have my dicks. No, it's it's I say it's a pretty, pretty good show. I'm not going to call it great. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was really tell good. us how you really feel, Mondo. Uh I am. <laughs> no, I mean, I think he's on to uh, the right thing, which is it was solid, but it's not reinventing the wheel here. Uh, I think it was just nice to see a show that was a throwback to the 80s and uh, good kid acting, which you don't often get. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it didn't really blow me away. Um, so I'm I'm going to continue to watch season two. But I agree. It, it does tend to get a little overhyped. I will say this, though. Uh Winona Ryder, awesome. Even though, you know, she did the whole pickpocketing thing back in the day. Forget about that. She should get more cool roles. And the sheriff, man, awesome. Awesome performance. He is the next Hellboy. Yes, sir. Can't wait. All right. Well, uh, I got a chance. I only saw the first episode of this. And this was a recommendation from Rooney to go watch Big Mouth on Netflix. And this is an animation. Well, I will read from the IMDb description. Teenage friends and their lives upended by the wonders and horrors of puberty. Um, this basically is some middle school kids that are played by uh, Nick Crow, uh, Fred Armisen from uh, Portlandia. You have Jordan Peele is one of the characters. Maya Rudolph from Saturday Night Live and a couple years ago. Uh, a lot of major comedy actors here. And I'm just going to... This really is like on puberty because I'm just going to read you the titles of some of the, quote, top-rated episodes according to IMDb. Uh, Girls Are Horny too, The Head Push, The Pornscape. 
So this kind of gives you an idea of what this show's about. It is a bit raunchy, um, and, but if you kind of can appreciate that style of humor, um, I really laughed a lot. It is very graphic. It's not for kids whatsoever. Um, and I liked it. I'm going to continue to watch it. There are short episodes. I believe there's 10 of them in this first season. Uh, any of you get a chance to watch this by chance? Nope. I was actually watching at work because um, pretty much everybody finished their test early. So we had like three hours of downtime. I wanted to watch this, but then as soon as I played it, like uh, it was just me and my, my, my lead. Dude, this guy just like hovers over my back and I hate when people hover over me. It's just like if you want to watch, just ask. So I, you know what? Sorry, but I was being a dick. <laughs> I, I turned it off. I was just like, oh, what if it's just Christ, a tall guy, a guy that's just me tall and just standing right behind you? Well, well, maybe you shouldn't be watching TV at work. How about that? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> hey, there's nobody testing. We got downtime, and I can do what I want with my time. And so far, the Dodgers are still up seven zero. Two men on, one out. God damn it. <laughs> Well, well, thank you, thank you for the update. Oh yeah, uh, no problem. Uh, so, did you? So, you didn't even finish an episode then, basically? No, I saw the first like uh, ten minutes, and man, I, I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, the stuff that these kids are, <laughs> just the dialogue and what they're trying to like <laughs> convey is just just really good. It's like if you like dark humor and you don't care about like being offended, this is a show for you. Yeah, James, any interest in this one? Uh, eventually. No, no. Okay. Yeah. 30 minute episodes. Yeah, I know. Goes um, by. All right. Now, as I look at our outline here, James, I'm surprised to see Gotham season four. I didn't even know it was still going on. I pulled the emergency rip shoot on this one like midway through season three. <laughs> Why do you still watch this show, man? Because it's a good show now. Just saying. <laughs> now, now that they found their, their niche or like, because it seems like between one, two, between season one and two, they're like kind of tweening. They're not sure what they want to be the show. And the first season was kind of like wanting to be like a serious gangster type show. Uh, and I like that. Uh, I, well, season two started to get a little bit more campy. And then uh, moving forward from that, it went full on to the crazy uh, craziness level of the of the show they went fully away from the gangster crime serial serious tone to a more fun um uh really over the top which was i was into yeah. i actually like it better that it's uh just way crazy because they could just do crazy things now because it's already uh it's already makes no sense for these type of villains to be in a realistic setting in the the way they were trying to go with the first season, which they did a commendable job with uh, the Penguin and the Riddler. But now that's like way crazy. I, I like that, you know, they at least put a lot of effort into uh, uh, making it just as over the top as possible. And I enjoy it quite a lot. Right now, the season, since the boy is, uh, or Bruce Wayne is a little bit older now, he's starting to finally do a little bit of uh, early, early elements of being Batman. So it looks like it's leading towards a year one uh, style storyline where he's just like making this like crappy costume and just uh, trying to stop whatever he sees around and uh, developing as a um, as a detective and the villains which is I would think is more of the star of the show because uh, technically the main character is Jim Gordon but uh, I th- I believe the villains of the show is what makes the show itself and uh, right now it's kind of 
uh, focus, or it seems like they're getting at Scarecrow being part of it. So, looking forward to it. I enjoy it. It's re- it's really you know you have to go in knowing a, you're uh, knowing and being aware that it's very very campy, and if you're in on into that, it's it'll be entertaining for you. I feel like this is having the problem of that Smallville series in which this is takes place in which the character is at a young age. However, you're trying to squeeze in all his rogues gallery mm-hmm. in there while he's not even officially the superhero right. yet. And it's just like, okay, yeah. So you have to really kind of like just come to accept that and come to terms with it. Yeah, they're going to throw every single villain they can at you as long as this show goes. And he may never be Batman, right? Because uh, I don't know what happened at the end. That's another show I bailed out on was uh, Smallville, but... Uh, I don't know that he ever turned to be Superman. Smallville, he ended up in uh, the Metropolis in the last few seasons. And there was a Justice... uh, Well, in the show, it was called like the Justice Society, not Justice League. But there was like a little mini Justice League in Smallville as well with like Arrow, uh, Flash, Cyborg. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, They eventually got there uh, without him fully being Superman, funny enough. Um, But Smallville was good near the end more so than the beginning because i think the problem with smallville i thought was that the first few seasons were primarily just like monster of the week uh type show where like oh it's a villain and then it just they you know finish or uh uh solve the problem by the end of the episode flash had that kind of problem initially as well um but they kind of i i like it when they go more serialized and there's an overarching story that they tend to progress uh i think those shows that tend to be um what do you call it uh prime time or is what's the word where like it's very it's kind of like a long season um not the traditional 10 12 episodes it's like 20 episodes i forgot what it's called but it's just like the full like tv show style season yeah um, so you I, know, you know, as opposed to like a hbo season right so it seems like they put some filler into these uh to these type of long shows okay well I'm glad you're enjoying it, and let us know if you stick with it, and uh, uh, report back at the Raza Ghoul's in the show. Oh my goodness! Like, Who else is in this? <laughs> thing? <laughs> so so far they've had like they've had uh, uh, I I not Iceman. What's his name? Mister Freeze. Mister Freeze. They've yeah. had um, uh, a penguin. They've had the Joker, and it looks like the Joker that's um, kind of came back was based on the New Fifty Two Joker. Where like you know he's wearing like a skin of his face on him, um, uh, yeah. So they they did that version. Uh, they brought in the Court of Owls, which is cool, but they didn't do um, Talon. They just did the court itself. Uh, and right now they're up to Scarecrow. Oh, but did you ever get to the part where Riddler became like actual Riddler? No. And then, okay, no. well now he's like full on Riddler mode, and uh, it's so it's funny because him and the Penguin have a relationship, like. The penguin like is in love with with the Riddler, <laughs> so okay. yeah, it's 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 been fun. Let's just say that. Okay, well, it's definitely over the top. Yes. All right. Well, that's about it for us on TV and movies. Uh, who's still playing golf? Sorry. Oh yeah. So basically, in golf, sorry, I've moved on from the first initial golf course over to the second. Uh, as previously mentioned by James, the storyline is just really funny and odd. They really try to put the main character, which is you, uh, pretty much down, and they tend to use you. But you're so naive and, I guess, innocent that you're, you know, you believe these guys, like this mafioso guy and the golf coach doesn't really want to coach you. 
And it's just an inter- interesting set of characters. And in the second world, it's basically run by these uh, caveman type people. And it's funny on the text, like, oh, you bring us idol. We teach you or we forgive you. And it, it's really fun. I, I'm enjoying this game so far. It's awesome. And it's and it's uh, funny. Uh, they send you to go over there to like kind of spy on them. Spy on yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> because they think that that, that those people or those courses is like uh, messing with uh the main town like with yeah with the main town and having you know more people sign up to your right, golf course so, or your dog. <laughs> it has a lot of so humor it's really good yeah it's really awesome so if you guys have a switch highly recommend golf story highly highly recommend it it's a joy to play i agree uh from what i played is uh recently overwatch has this halloween event that's every year um with new costumes and new content i finally Finally got uh, uh, the Witch Mercy costume that I wanted for like ever because uh, I missed it out last year. I wasn't able to get it in between until the next Halloween. So I'm happy. I'm, I'm <laughs> I finally got what I wanted, and maybe now I'm going to work on uh, Zenyatta's Cthulhu uh, costume. Hopefully, I'll get it in a loot box or something rather than having to get the coin for it. Um, but that's been fun. And I just recently picked up Cuphead. I can't say too much about it at the moment. I've only played about 10, 15 minutes of it. Uh, but so far, I, what I can tell you is the game is super, super beautiful. Um, all hand-drawn animation. Uh, and the game plays a lot like, I would say, Gunstar Heroes. Um, the closest thing I can relate it off the top of my head. I, I guess you could say Contra, but it's it's not... It doesn't feel like it for whatever. It's a shoot. It's like a run and gun like Contra, but it doesn't feel like it. I would say more like Gunstar Heroes in the way in terms of its platforming and all that. But it's a very gorgeous game. Ron, is, is, nine zero. Your Dodgers are up. <laughs> yeah, I was checking on that. Uh, is uh, is Cuphead hard from the fifteen minutes? I mean, I know it's a short uh, period of time. Well, you start with a tutorial. I don't. It oh, wasn't okay. That, it wasn't that hard. So um, yeah. they kind of give you the mechanics. I. I can give you uh, i would give a pro tip where um i would change the 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 dash button to one of the triggers uh it feels a little weird having a be the jump and then why the dash uh i feel uh for me anyways i'm not i don't like that control scheme but the good thing is that you could change it i put it to the triggers that's my pro tip yeah, I heard that recommendation on the uh, Giant Bombcast as well. So uh, it seems to be a good control scheme, and, and they're very flexible with letting you set up the buttons however you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny uh, that the, all the moves in this game they're kind of like based on fighters. So there's a parry, there's an EX move. Uh, it's interesting, even though it's not a fighter at all. It uses fighting terminology. Cool. All right. Well, let's see uh, if you continue to stick with it. Um, for me, based on your recommendation, James, I checked out Layers of Fear. Um, this is also a short impression. I want to say that I might have played it for about an hour or so. This is a game that came out in 2016. I got it for free with Xbox Games with Gold. Uh, I just wanted to play somewhat of a horror-themed. We are in October, so I want to play a horror-themed game. And horror? Horror-themed horror game. <laughs> horror? And, yeah. <laughs> Or, or, and this, this isn't so much of a game as it is like a sort of an experience, I guess I would say, um, because there's only one way of controlling with things in the game. It's just you interact with something, or you open a door, or you you know you just like open drawers. But 
I don't know that there's any combat to speak of. Um, now, that being said, it's still a very creepy game. If you go with the recommendations and you put on headphones and uh, I had the room relatively dark, it good sound quality in terms of like hearing strange noises and the the house that you're in is kind of like shaping around you. Uh, so I'm going to read the description here. You control a psychologically disturbed painter who is trying to complete his magnum opus as he navigates through a Victorian mansion. And with disturbing secrets about the painter being discovered. So, yeah, you you know, there's something happened in this home. Something's wrong with the with the painter. And you're kind of drawn to some of the paintings on the wall. And they, like, shift. Uh, one of the things I liked about it... We're on the board, baby. 9-1. Continue. <laughs> one of the things I liked about it was you continue to get early achievements. And I got just a few of them. Maybe, like, three to four within the first hour. So, um... One thing I didn't like about it, though, is that this is clearly, I'm not going to say a budget game, but it wasn't made by like a big studio that I know of. And uh, I had to turn off the head bobbing in the beginning. I don't like that. It made me motion sick. And then on top of that, even still, the frame rate is really not as smooth as you'd like it to be. So it is a bit janky in that respect. But if you're looking for this game and you happen to just have it on your hard drive like I did for, uh, you know, something to scare you, I guess. Take a look at this one. What do you think of that uh, recent free game that looks like a, a space game of sort? That Turing okay, yeah, test? Okay, yeah, yeah, that uh, the Turing test. So I like the concept of it, but let me tell you why I chose not to download it. Because it's like a puzzle game. And dude, I'm not good at puzzle games. I'll be end up looking stuff up on the internet. And then at, what, at that point, if that's the whole concept of the game, what am I even doing? So, you know, I don't like to really like beat my head over the wall to try to find out like that's why i never played games like the witness and all those things like it's too much puzzles what about portal uh portal i tried to do as far as i could on my own at a certain point it just got too hard for me and i looked it up yeah i i, I just that's not the way my brain thinks i guess <laughs> i feel you yeah so all right well Let's move right along. Let's get into some news. Uh, let me start out with this. This week, actually today, I believe it was today, the Prestige Raid was launched. It might have been yesterday, actually. I'm sorry. Anyway, it's this week. And uh, this is the hard mode raid for Destiny. And it's, it just amazes me how fast these guys pass it. Apparently, the world's first team did it in about an hour. <laughs> hey, there you go james you can join them yeah mondo mondo was telling <laughs> us the other day about how him with his group took them like how long mondo so basically guys this raid is just the like i was telling them last night it's it's a gimmick raid there are no bosses pretty much the only boss in this raid is the one at the end but we did like a good what six and a half hours just trying to complete once two sections out of four and uh, yeah, uh, we were halfway done, but we were already exhausted. Basically, you got to have great communication, good chemistry, good teamwork. If somebody pretty much uh, goes beyond the realm of cooperation, they can ruin the whole raid and you just got to keep fighting and just kind of figure out where to put your team members in the in the right spot. So basically, it's, it's just figuring out who goes where, finding the set pieces and you'll be okay. But this raid right here, it, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, um, 
And so usually on hard mode Destiny raids, you cannot die. I mean, you die, but you cannot be revived. Um, and they change the number of things. I don't know if I'll get to this for quite some Do time. They, what What are the differences, though, with the prestige raid? Um, raid. raid. <laughs> yeah, so basically, instead of for the War Beast, instead of being six, there's eight. For the Royal Pools, um, let's see here. They drop a temporary status effect on the ground when they're killed for the ceremonial bathers. Um, <laughs> it's a weird name. And then in the throne room, now a random person will be teleported into the throne room. So everyone in the group is going to have to be in both areas. Uh, so just a number of little gameplay changes there. Uh, but I, I may not get a chance to. But what I wanted to say that was kind of interesting is uh, they were they were saying that originally Bungie was like, um, yeah, we have this glitch that we weren't able to fix because it would break other things. So, but we're going to be keeping a track on who's glitching that so it's not going to count against your status. Well, apparently this team that did the first, uh, they were streaming and they're dumb enough to – one of the guys was dumb enough to say, oh, I'm coil glitching. And apparently he used one of his weapons and found a way to like reload it instantly or something like that or get like extra power ammo. And so he admitted it in his clip. And so like the, the community is raging because they want this guy, them Bungie to not recognize them as being the world's first, because although they didn't use the controversial or the glitch that destiny or that they Bungie found a different one, found a different one and uh, they got caught yeah, slipping. Well, <laughs> you can't blame them for doing that. It was probably, you know what? Good that he caught it. But hey, that's not the one that we're addressing. Too bad. <laughs> All right. Well, that's where Mondo's, you know, stands on it. I guess to me, you know, don't say anything about it. But yeah, I mean, if it's not patched, if it's in the game, you know, I don't know. Like James says, when, you know, we get mad at him throwing us in fighting games, especially in Street Fighter. Hey, man, it's in the game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's man, in the that's game. Not, that's not even a glitch, guys. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. It's just your that's right. horrible tactics. <laughs> well speaking of good apparently there was a really good switch update uh has anyone updated their switch console with this update last night all right well can you tell us a little bit about some of the changes mondo okay so (laughs) (laughs) and i didn't even read read this thing who read this thing hey hey hey, some of us some of us just like updating for no damn reason all right but you'll be able to capture um, video on this update by holding the by holding the what the uh, capture button. It's on the bottom left of the Joy-Con, which is pretty cool. But I I wish there was like something else. It says you know when you hit that during gameplay up to a maximum of previous thirty seconds will be saved in the album. You can trim the beginning and the end of each clip. And post to your Facebook or Twitter. And it's compatible with the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which we both have, ARMS and Splatoon 2. Oh, so it's not like across the board on the whole console. It's only on their first party games. Correct. It's only on a first <laughs> party games. That that's fine. I mean it's a start. all the other ones are yeah. yeah they have start. to update it's their game to accommodate the new system OS, it seems like. You could also edit your user icon. Head to your My page on the top left of the home menu profile, and you can select from 12 new Super Mario Odyssey and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild icon for use. Uh, 
You could also transfer data and save data from another system by going to system settings, users, transfer your user and save data. Within the update, you can also purchase pre-purchase on the Nintendo eShop now. So that's pretty cool. Pre-order games, cool. cool. Pre-order games, yes. And you can do the uh, pre-downloads for certain future game releases as well. So that's a great update right there. Uh, news channel updates. I really don't use these. Do you, James? Uh, uh, just to see the demos that come out. Okay, so it's been updated to uh, with a new look. So basically, the uh, UI interface has changed. Uh, the channel will remove uh, the channel's content for news feeds, and following the channel again will make it reappear. So I guess you can take something out, and if it's relevant to you, it'll pop up, which is cool, you know. And let's see, match software version with group of local users. So to create a group, you can head over to your options, software update, and match version with local users. All so right, we get it, we get it. It's a good update. <laughs> it's a good update. Everyone's software will be updated to match the most recent version <laughs> in the group. That's kind of cool. All users must oh. be on the system menu version. It's a pretty significant update. It's like yeah, almost 2.0, basically. You know? It's good tweaks. Yeah. You know, if you play with other people, that's going to be a benefit for you. Um, I like the video recording. It kind of brings it up, kind of with the current consoles, where you can at least at least get thirty seconds of your most recent. Yeah, but but what what can you do with it at that point, right? Do you have the ability to like sh- share it to Twitter or just, like what are you gonna do? Yeah, with I, it? Just, I just said that. that. I, just, I was spacing out, guys. I'm sorry. You know what? I that's okay. That's okay. I used to run up paying attention. That's all right, everybody. Oh, who's talking? I don't know. Some some guy. Some guy. <laughs> Uh, all right, you got me, Monday. You got me, James. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what? See, I was paying attention. Well, my news of the week. Uh, just two quick things. <laughs> uh, this is like <laughs> Captain Obvious, but guys, they finally released the name of the new Han Solo movie. Guess what it's called? Punisher. Han Solo. <laughs> just Solo. Really? Yeah. It's literally, yeah, uh, literally just called Solo. Uh, was movie called Solo? Yes, was there, it, was. there was. Yeah, there was a movie called Solo. So it's gonna it's that? gonna seem like a remake of that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was a quick one, and uh, they finally released uh, a release date for the Punisher TV series. It seemed like they kept uh, not reveal, revealing a date, I guess, due to the recent shootings. Um, it yeah. seemed like they were trying to initially come out a little sooner, um, but it might have been too soon. Um, based on the recent events in Las Vegas. So now it's official. It's going to be in about uh, a little bit less than a month uh, on November 17th. So looking forward to that. And my last piece of news is quite sad one. Uh, one of my favorite devs of last generation, uh, Visceral Games, they made all of the Dead Space uh, trilogy. Uh, they have been shuttered by EA. And I guess they were making a new Star Wars game, a single-player Star Wars game, um, for this current gen of systems, but and I guess it was head by the Uncharted lady, uh, Amy Hennig, and um, now that's in limbo. So, kind of sad news all around. Um, sucks for any any company to be shut down, but uh, ones such as prestigious as uh, these guys that make this, it seems like now we're never gonna get a Dead Space game, nor are we, I don't know if we're even gonna get a single player Star Wars game anymore. So, that sucks. And what do you guys think of that? Terrible news. Um, I was growing fond of the uh, Dead Space series. We're playing that on the uh, backwards compatible, and it is a lot of fun. So no more Qatar games, huh? Qatar? They didn't make Qatar. Which ones did they make? uh, No, they they never made a Star Wars game. They were going to make an upcoming uh, single-player story-focused 
game, but I guess EA wants to make uh, everything online enabled or always online or games as a service uh, type game, I guess, to just get some income or whatever or legs yeah, for their games. Yeah, they're kind of saying that that's the phone rate. is going off with the email messages back not there. Not me, not me. Uh, so, yeah, ba- basically EA is saying it's too expensive to make single-player games these days, and unless we have some type of um, service system where people can keep giving us cash or have a multiplayer type of system where people won't be as encouraged to sell the game, uh, they don't want to get into it, it seems like. And it's unfortunate. I loved all the Dead Space games. I got each of them on day one, passed them all of them. Um, and they're a really talented group. And I don't even know what how far they got into that project. But I don't know that uh, Dead Space is going to completely go away, James, because that all those games sold extremely well i mean you know i don't know the exact numbers on the third one but it it was pretty solid and so that you know maybe not this generation but there's too much uh you know brand recognition in that game to not use it up again Mm. but you would think they at least have something out by now it's been quite a while since the last dead space so i don't know i feel like they're just putting it in in the back burner for now because kind of like with uh what is it burnout they even brought back Burnout Forever, and that was like a critically acclaimed game. And they think I think they shut down that company too. So I was like, "What the yeah, heck?" So yeah. huh, EA being EA again. So we'll see. Yeah, they're they're having trouble, and we'll see how um, the Star Wars Battlefront Two performs because people might get mad about this loot box system. Oh, for the multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, it doesn't stop us from playing Destiny 2, huh? <laughs> yeah, but uh, those loot boxes are not as aggressive um, as it seems to be on some of these games that have been in the headlines recently. Like, you really need to get some of the pieces in there. Or I, I know for sure we reported on it for uh, Battlefront in which some of the unlocks for your multiplayer progression were found there. Mm. So imagine if you get that randomly... And I and I've been playing the game for hours, and I don't get that, so you're at an advantage to me, you know. Mm. Sounds about right. So we'll see yeah. how they uh, balance that. It's all about the balance, but we'll see. All about RNG, people. RNG. Start, start, start kissing ass to those developers. Hey, you gonna give me some knife drop? Not unless you give me money. <laughs> all right, guys. Well. Uh, just want to say thank you for listening. If you want to give us feedback so far, we literally have gotten one piece of feedback in our 30 episodes of existence. Hey, dirty 30, and, baby. And by the way, I just want to say we actually listened to that feedback. So, you know, don't feel like if you want to give us feedback, we're not going to listen to it. We definitely will take it into account. So with that being said, if you want to give us feedback, send it to the EasyOperationsQA at gmail.com. You could like us on our Facebook page. I don't have Facebook, but Mondo, is there anything good on our Facebook page? Is there anything good, he <laughs> says. Is there anything good? Uh, anything good? Hey, go out and get your Facebook. And you can find us at Easy Operations Podcast. Like us. We uh, do daily questionnaires. Uh, we put up videos. And you know what, guys? It's very interactive. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah. And those that continue to listen to us, thank you for the support. Thank you very much. And you know what? Come catch me out at the Clipper Games. We are in basketball season. James, your favorite time of the year? Mm-hmm. Favorite time of season is here. Letting you guys know we are, well, except for one, big Clipper fans. October 24th is giving you guys an update. Uh, there's going to be a Dia de los Muertos. Am I saying that correctly in Spanish? 
Muertos. Just say Muertos. Okay, thanks. <laughs> They're giving out cool Clipper t-shirts. It's awesome. And on the 28th, WWE night, October 28th. So something to do in October while we are, we are still around. So, you know, if you guys are Clipper fans or any type of basketball fans, you know what? See what they got and get some cool free gear. Sounds good. All right. And then some of us will go to the better Laker games. Uh, so we'll, we'll just proceed like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm only going to see it as, you know, uh, what is it? Lonzo Ball's dad you know, starts uh, going crazy, taking his shirt off, you know. <laughs> something you know all right well that's about it for us guys have a good night good night good night everybody <laughs>